0: This is Darren Davis, founder and senior leader of the Harbor Church in South Florida, and you are listening to the Harbor Church Podcast. For more information about this podcast and others, visit us online at harborchurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning, Harbor Church and welcome to Harbor at Home. We're so glad you're here. Whether you're joining us from your living room couch surrounded by friends and family or watching this on your phone, I'm so happy you're here with us this morning. Harbor at Home is really a time where we get to gather and worship and glean from God's word and have meaningful conversation in a very intimate setting. So again, welcome. Well, I'm Quindy, and I'm a church member here at the Harbor, and it's really my honor and privilege to be here with you all this morning, and we get to share in the Word of God, which I'm always excited about. So let's dive in. We are in a series called Loving People, and my message this morning is called Rooted in Our Identity. Now, if you have your Bible in front of you, I would say to grab it because I do have a lot of Scripture. I do want us to gather around Scripture this morning. So if you have your Bible, go ahead and grab that. If you have a Bible app, go ahead and open it. All right. So, again, our message this morning is rooted in our identity. Now, identity is really a common theme in the Bible. Every single person that is in the Bible, whenever they go to step out in their purpose, God always starts off with their identity, who they are as a person first. Now, a lot of us sometimes don't think that the church itself has an identity. Um, And another disclaimer is when I'm saying the church, I'm talking about the church universal, the collective church that's on the earth, not just our local church. So, The church has an identity, friends, like they have we have a unique identity that the Bible tells us who we are. The reason that this message is in my heart in this season, it's because as I am watching how the world is just going in the moments in time we're living in, I am seeing how the world is trying to define the church and also how the church is allowing the world to define it. So let's see here. Um, My message is very, very simple. The church is is called to stand in truth of the finished work of Jesus, and it is to be a beacon of hope and love for the world. So I fear that some of us, including myself, have lost sight of our identity as Christ's church. What I've observed is the church is giving into what the world wants the church's identity to be. And sometimes it could be a little politically imesh, instead of the church remembering who it is outside of this world system. So Jesus, who is the head of the church, was rooted in his identity. And because he was rooted, he was able to move about this earth and love people even when his character was being accused by his family, his friends, and the religious system of his day. And that's my message this morning. That's my hope that I want to get across to us this morning as Christians, as the church, that we have an identity that is unshakable and immovable. We are protected by God already. So as we continue to be rooted in our identity, I feel like that will push us and give us strength to really love people especially people that are not like us right so church we are called to love people god did not say love christian people only love people who believe the same way you believe love people who only look like you no he left the church on earth to spread the good news of jesus and to love others why because Jesus simply loved people. And I'm gonna show you in scripture how he time and time again showed that. He, he stood in his truth as the son of God. He preached the gospel. He was not ashamed about that at all. And he loved people outside of the boundaries of what society told him to do or not to do. Jesus is our example and we look to him to be more like him. And as Christians, that's what we should represent to the world, especially in the times we're we're living in right now. So let's look at at an example in the Bible. So let's go to John four, verse seven through 10, okay? It's a really awesome story that a lot of people know, but let's read it together as a church family. So John four, verse seven to 10. So we know this story. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. The woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me and I would give you living water. Jesus was criticized many times by his own people group because he was doing the father's business of loving others. He spoke to a woman, a Samaritan woman. He touched a leper. He stopped and healed a blind beggar. The 12 disciples who surrounded him were a very eclectic group with various social and economic statuses and motives, even one that planned to kill him. Yet none of that stopped Jesus from loving people. And he is our example. So why did that not stop Jesus from loving people? Because Jesus knew his purpose and he not only knew, but he was rooted in his identity as Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. He was traditional in the truth. He brought the truth, right? So we don't want to forget that, you know? He was traditional in his truth, yet he was untraditional in his love. He transcended societal boundaries and pressures when it comes to love. And that's what we need to remind ourselves as the church in this time. Church, we may have different personalities, unique identities, difference of opinions, difference political preferences. But at the end of the day, the church has a collective identity. It's seen as God as one unit, similar to our natural families. We have a mom, a dad, brothers, sisters. All of them are individuals. They are unique in their identities. They have difference of opinions about one topic. But at the end of the day, the world sees them as one family, the Smiths the Johnsons, et cetera. So that's how we should really think of ourselves when it comes to identity as a Christian, as a church. It's not as separate, it's not as um, divided as, as we are kind of functioning in this time. And I'm, and I'm just here to remind us of who we are in Christ. We are the church, we are one, we are united, we are harmonious, we have hope, we have love. We are, we, we are full of light. So let's continue reading what Jesus had to say about his church. If you go to John 17, verse 16, we read that Jesus says, they, the disciples, us, me and you, they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. So we see here that you can be in the world engaging with this world system. That is okay. We are called to engage in this world system, whether it be politically, in the educational system, whatever system there is, but not be of it because we have our own unique identity as the church. So we need to maintain our true identity as the church. So here's what the Bible says about us, Christians who are members of Christ's church. If you flip through Colossians 3, verse 10 to 11, it will also be on the screen. This is what the apostles had to say. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Gentile circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. So if you wanted to put a modern twist to this verse, you could insert anything that the world offers the church to divide us. It could be so we could say it doesn't matter if you are a democrat or a republican it doesn't matter if you are for this issue or against this issue christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us i want us to remember this church because this is who the church is this is what the church is to be on the earth especially at this time let's continue if we go to matthew 5 verse 13 through 14 it continues. Jesus continues to speak of who His church is and what's the church's identity. So it reads, "You are the salt of the earth." But what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? So, because, so we could pause right here, real quick, and just think of, you know, what good is the church if we lose our flavor to not be who we are? who we are truly called to be. What good is the church if we are enmeshed in different world systems and not remembering who we truly are? So let's continue. But what good is salt if it has lots of flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. This is who we are, church. We are salt and we are light. And those two things, you can consider them as change agent. When you add salt to something, it definitely changes the flavor, right? And if you add too much, it's just, it just kind of like takes over, right? Light, the same thing. When you turn on a light in a dark room, it takes over the, the, the whole place. is a change agent. That's who we are. If you have a mission, if we're thinking about it in a very um, tactile way, um, if you have a mission and this is who you are and your commander-in-chief tells you this is who you are, you're not thinking about trying to, to, to be anything else besides what your commander-in-chief says that you have to do, like your mission and your identity. So this is who Jesus said in the word that we are. We are the salt of the earth and we are the light of the world. Those are change agents and they function and move differently, right? Okay, so let's go to 1 Peter 2 verse 9 again, we're, we're, we're going after who is the church, especially in the time we're living in now. So first Peter two and nine, it says, but you are not like that. You are not like that. We are not like that, like the world for you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result You can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. That is who we are, church. And I hope that you're catching this this morning. Um, It burns a fire in my heart. It reminds me of who I am because it's easy to fall into what the world wants. It's easy to subscribe and entertain what the world is giving us. And it should just not be in the church because we know who we are. In scripture, the church is often referred to as the bride. So I wanted to highlight this. When you look at a bride in the natural, the main attribute we observe is the bride is full of love. Others are naturally drawn to the bride because of her outward beauty and love for her bridegroom. Because a bride is typically feeling safe and secure And their identity, especially on their wedding day, so they don't limit showing off their love. And that is who we are. We are called the Bride of Christ. The church, the collective church, is called the Bride of Christ. And as the world sees us, we really should be exuding and showing love. When the world thinks of the church, they yes, they will have perhaps a negative taste if they don't know Jesus yet because truth is being spoken to them but they should always feel love from the church. So let's keep going. As we remember who we are in Christ, remember that the collective church is his bride and his bride has a unique identity that is full of love. That's who we are, church. Colossians 3, verse 14, it reads, And over all these virtues, put on love which is the bond of perfect unity. And that's what I think we're, go- we're going after church is that it's love and it's unity. That's who we are. That's what we are striving for as the church before the return of Christ. So let's keep going. The collective church, us, you and me are referred to as the bride of Christ, right? So can we honestly say that we as the church have shown up with love for others? And if we haven't, can we ask ourselves, can I, can I go deeper in being rooted in my identity in Christ so that I can represent him well to this world and to love others around me? And I know I'm saying this and it sounds so, okay, great, but it's not, it's not an easy task. God did not say it was easy. It was a command to love right it was a command to love our enemies love those who despitefully use us love those that offend us all of the above he never said it was going to be easy but we have holy spirit to help us we have our church communities we have the word to glean into to help us but that is still a command to love others as christ loved us so finally here's what the apostle paul had to say to the colossian church And I really think that the 21st century church can take a note from his directive. So let's read it together and listen to these words. Colossians 3, verse 12 to 15. It reads, Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. That's a hard one, but that's what it says in the word for all of us, right? Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which bind us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Or as members of one body you are called to live in peace and always be thankful so when the church is rooted in identity it then becomes an unshakable force to love people so as you sit and gather this morning at your harbor at home group or if you're by yourself i want you to ponder the following questions as a christian representing the bride of Christ, how have I shown up to love others? And the second question that I would like for you to ponder on is, are there areas that I could improve on in knowing who I am in Christ and other to love others even greater? Church, thank you for being here this morning. We love you and we will see you next week.